Just a reminder, new episodes of Sputron come out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Three episodes a week. Wow! America. It is, what is this, June 27th, 2022, and uh, this episode we're going to talk about current events. I'm joined with Rani Agogo, and uh, yeah, we got like lots going on in this country, another monumental shift, um, yep. which it, it just, yeah, there's, it's, in the last few years, there's just been so many of these moments that just seem to have such an impact on, that ripple through society you know mm-hmm. the last one was you know george floyd uh and then it really like energized and galvanized the blm movement and then just there was covid going on there yeah. was, there's all kinds of things it, it's uh not just happening on in this country it's all around the world people are fighting for the indigenous rights people are trying to protect the land Things are becoming a lot more visible is what's happening as the veil has lifted. People are becoming aware of the shit that's been going on. You know, it's not like these things just started happening. We as a collective are becoming more exposed to everything that's been going on so that we can collectively come together to make change. Yeah, and what I've been saying for a long time is it's corporations, man. They literally have like become their own government they're not even beholden to any yeah. government because they just pay the government off you know mm-hmm. they pay off politicians to write policy for them you know mm-hmm. this is people people think it's a democrat versus republicans or red versus blue right versus left it's really just people with money skewing the system for people that don't have money mm-hmm. so that they can keep like you know what i mean like when you when you uh the thing is is once you hit a certain level of wealth then like the rules don't fucking apply to you anymore yeah. They're just a bunch of ghouls running things right now. And we are being exposed to a lot that can feel very traumatizing, that can be stoking our anger, our rage. But I think that this is all necessary for us to realize that we gotta change things. We can't continue to allow these old fucking geezers to be running shit based off of outdated ideals yeah so let's talk about well first yeah i mean first of all like a lot of things that's been going on like in ecuador now there's like uh indigenous people are out in the streets by like the thousands like again for like fighting for human rights fighting for land rights this is like the we have to take care of the land man there's like man there's so much i want to talk about but like indigenous people again like i have to i've been saying it and i really can't stress it enough like we have to as a society on a global scale need to stand with indigenous people because they're the ones who have for years been fighting these corporations Mm -hmm. that just come in and fucking like they don't give a shit they just come in and extract the resources and then sell it back to us you know it's like there's there's no there's no they have there's no um 
no one to stop them you know mm-hmm. except indigenous people who for like if you start learning about it and really and this stuff isn't covered in the mainstream news of course it's not because the mainstream news is literally funded by these mega corporations mm-hmm. yep this is no this is nothing new you know the indigenous of many places in the philippines in south america um, around the country have been fighting for the land to protect the land to protect our resources and it's time for us to start making some real conscious decisions on protecting indigenous people and also protecting our land because we can't just keep paying our money or putting our money into these corporations that are sucking the life out of our planet we are running out of resources yeah, and the thing is, is, the crazy part is there is enough resources to go around, yeah. but they're mismanaged and they're extracted by these like impervious corporations that yeah. like no one holds them accountable because they just pay off anyone. Yeah. And they have the money to cover up a lot, but now that we have more access to information online, we should start really paying attention to that. Stop just watching the mainstream media. Because the mainstream media only wants to feed us bits and pieces of reality mm-hmm. in order to keep us in a perpetual state of fear um, and fighting as opposed to us really focusing on the things that would definitely um, affect all of us as a whole. And I'm going to reach back out to my guest from episode 114, Victor, uh, and have him come back on and we'll talk about the situation that's going on in Ecuador. Because uh, I think it's important that we know not what's not only what's happening here in America, but also around the globe. Because again, the, we're moving into an era where we have to, I, you know, I've said it before, like live local and think global. Because you're right, because there are like, what's happening right now on the West Coast of America is like, there, so John Oliver just did a great episode on it as about uh, water, um, and it's they're saying now that they can't even call it a drought anymore uh, on the West Coast. It's been going on for like 20 years, and they're saying that they should start using the term aridification because like the climate is just like actually changing to much drier now. In the Colorado River and things, it's like that shit's like it's it's dwindling, man. Like yeah. you see the the pictures of like that white line where the water used to be and where it's at now yeah that's concerning yeah it like hardly rained here in california during our rainy season and now we have received emails from the city of los angeles that we can't be watering our lawns but once a week but i feel like that's a little too little you know and the issue with that is they're gonna find people for not uh for watering their lawns outside of the days that they're supposed to be watering them but there's a problem with wealthy people who don't give a fuck yeah the people who still have green lawns watering their green lawns for a fucking show you know what i mean like that is unsustainable it's unrealistic we all need to have more drought tolerant plants uh california is in trouble arizona is in trouble i know uh las vegas is in trouble there's it's you like t- it's basically yeah. the whole western half of the United States. Well, also States. there's some areas in the Midwest too that are running out of water because mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of states get their waters from certain uh, water reservoirs. Mm-hmm. So we as a collective need to pay attention to 
what we grow. Uh, we have to pay attention to how much meat that we consume because a lot of water goes into feeding animals. Yeah, it's too like, much water. It, it's like, yeah, it's like a ridiculous, insane. Like when people say, "Oh, my eating meat isn't affecting the planet," and it's like because they're like, "Oh, because cow farts ain't doing," you know. And it's like, well, the cow fart thing is like actually, it is like a Cow's measurable thing. Farts are a thing. Yeah, and it's like, but it's really the water usage. Yeah, that it they're takes using to fucking... too much water to feed these animals that we we somehow can't stop consuming. And it's ridiculous because we're going to run out of water if we keep raising these animals, raising the feed that feeds these animals to feed ourselves. And we can be eating more plant-based foods, having more plant-based diets. I know it's not easy, but if, if everyone as a, as a whole would slow down on the meat eating, that would make a huge difference because corporations are going to keep pumping out all this stuff if people keep buying into it, but if we as a collect collective stop consuming so much meat, it would be better for the planet. Well, I think we also need to come uh, together and probably demand the end of government subsidies to the meat industry because like government is propping up these industries. And if we saw during COVID when like meat production slowed down, they were just like slaughtering all these excess animals for no reason. Like you saw the pictures, like it was like, it's heartbreaking because nobody, like they couldn't move the meat. So they just like killed these animals for no reason. Yeah. But it's, it's like a horribly wasteful practice. Yeah. And it's like, we, like we just can't keep going the it's way that we're going it's not sustainable y'all like we got to start making better decisions for the future of the planet yeah and like wake the fuck up man the the interesting thing about like how they divvied up the water rights to the Colorado River out here is uh you know states just kind of like took dibs on it and they divvied it up actually based on false projections even back then they were like no they they said that there's like uh, a certain amount of you know gallons or whatever in the river but it, it was actually like they ran all their simulations based on like inflated numbers that they knew that they just made this up so we've been running off of projections of like water that we don't even have yeah you know and yeah. it's like and and in addition to that the indigenous peoples they never even like they're still fighting for like rights to that water when it's like it's so fucking bonkers man they were who would have dibs on that water like it should be indigenous people they were literally the first people here you know yeah so it's it's just i mean it's, it just it should be distributed wisely you know yeah and then you got to like, be careful with our resources. Oh, that's what I want. Yeah, let's talk about grass for a second. Like I, Vegas actually has outlawed grass. And I think more states need to fucking do that. Yeah. Actually, what is the fucking point of grass? That's so ridiculous to me. Like but, they just grow this grass and then they cut it to like an inch. Yeah. So what other like, fucking plant do we grow that takes so much water to just cut it within so an inch water. of its life? Like literally, like just, they just trim it We've all down. We've talked about this before. Yeah. But yeah. We got a dead ass lawn. Yeah. But then yeah. we also have indigenous plants that grow here now. And they thrive in the weather. What do you know? And guess what? The birds fucking love it. We got a lot of birds, hummingbirds, all kinds of birds in our backyard and front yard that enjoy the seeds of the plants that are indigenous that just wildly grew here. The weeds, basically. Yeah. We have to re-indigenize the wildlife, too, I think, yeah. in these cities. Like, we need to move into a future where cities are built with nature in mind. 
I think that that's the step in the right direction. But it's so you know what's interesting is fuck the church. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah. we we uh we went to church a church you know Oof. we were invited to a church for a thing for family thing and I was trying to be open minded trying to be cool about being there because I am very open minded and I I believe that everyone. <laughs> should have the right to connect with spirits in in ways that resonate with them but we went to this fucking church and they touched upon everything like all of their complaints and their fears and the the shame and the fear-mongering that they spewed in one sitting i was disgusted literally disgusted yeah it's like trans people have become the the scapegoat of like all church people like Ah, the first thing out of this fucking guy's mouth, man, he just went on a tirade about trans people and how you're a man, you're a man, and I don't, you know, and it's yeah. just like, and holy it was shit, it was bizarre because this guy was so unintelligent, <laughs> and it, the things that he was saying were gross. He was talking about how oh people care more about the environment than being close to God. <laughs> Like, where they're like basically like, really frowning upon caring that? about the environment and i was just like it was almost like it it was very conservative like weird politics that they were interweaving with their ideals and with that like the bible yeah it was like so bizarre yeah the like trans thing that, like the... yeah you can't change any word in the bible but you, then like, they were it's so fucking yeah they were like this weird traditionalist church that like oh the word of the bible is law and you can't change it uh but at the end of the session oh by the way here's our bible where we have like rewritten and, yeah like, we uh, have outlines we'll so you can understand for, yeah, the understand. bible so it's like they, it was so, that part like, was very contradictory also he was fetishizing jesus and how he was like, no one knows what Jesus looks like, so you know. But my, I, I think that he was very buff and very manly because he went into a church and flipped the table yeah, because they were yeah. turning the church into a, a marketplace. marketplace. But when you walk into this fucking church, the first thing that they have that you see is they're selling their Bibles and their T-shirts and their yeah, little and all banners. Yeah, fucking knickknacks and shit. Yeah, like, so you have it was to walk literally walk into their church marketplace. <laughs> But then he's like fetishizing how Jesus is like buff and brown. It and was like, yeah, it was this weird and like, like not like handsome but a like, manly man. It was yeah, he like, was like really into like how yeah, manly Jesus was. It was so creepy though. It, it Jesus was, just, was a rumor. He so was many, not sensitive. He flipped tables over. Yeah. So many fucking. Like, I was just like, what are you? This guy is like. It makes me want to dress weird. up as Jesus and go in there and flip their table, right? And like and just like right? that'd be fucking hilarious. But I don't know, but but that church was it was it was sad because and this church was also um, they were talking shit about uh, churches that were progressive, so they're like. Yeah, these progressive churches, they're not teaching the real word and all those people are 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 you know, you we'll welcome you. Yeah, you can go into this come into this church, we'll welcome you, but we will not pacify this behavior. And we were I was just like, ugh. Yeah, like, you were like, anyone is welcome and I was like, Oh yeah, really? Anyone is sure welcome, but we will pacify here. your I'm just like, yeah. like and the way he talked, I just wanted to Never mind. I am above this is, that. This is a good segue into um, Roe v. Wade. That's the other big yeah, that's issue another that's big going thing on that's right going now. on. 
And being in that church a couple weeks ago really made me concerned that this is a church that my family goes to, this is their community, the things that they learn from this church. They're not talking about the love of Jesus, they're talking about fear, perpetuating fear, perpetuating these fucked up ideas, how people should be ashamed, he literally said, like, like this is like, like his his whole point was like talking about how these people that didn't they they didn't feel ashamed anymore or anything, yeah. and then he was like, he's like, he once you don't quote, feel shame, then you're there's something wrong with you, and you're yeah. not connected with God. If you don't carry shame, then you're not connected with God. That's literally like what and his whole was point like, was: is ah. that you can't get away from shame. You have to live yeah, you in have shame. to live in shame. If you don't feel shame, then there's something wrong with you. And I was like, ugh. And see, uh, I'm sorry, because a lot of the work that I do as a spiritual healer is I help remove the shame that people carry. And when I help remove that shame, then so many doors open for them. They become more empowered. And it doesn't make them bad people. It makes them empowered people. So again, these churches perpetuating these notions of fear and shame that sh that we should fear god fear where we came from it's all fucking bullshit and roe versus wade that being overturned is fucking terrible yeah so let's get into that because like for me the only argument against the right to choose uh is is a religious one yeah or is a because like it's a moral like nobody actually like you know knows at what point a uh, life is is a life you know like it's like it's like i mean but uh, man I, I don't know it's so it's jarring to know to see people um excited about this as if it was a victory and this is another thing that that church was talking about they were talking it talking about this about about Roe versus Wade and and abortions as if it was a war against life. So when you go to church and you listen to these religious freaks, they talk about abortion being a war on against life. Yeah. But then they don't care about taking care of a life after it's born. You you talk about any social safety net that takes care of people, or oh fucking socialist, communist, or whatever. Like we can't freeloaders, you know. And it's just like. Dude, you're not you're not pro life. You're just pro birth because you want to just die on this fucking hill of like forcing people to have babies that like you don't you really don't you have like and it's just what just happened the other day was they were, they literally just like made it easier for like people to like they protected they federally protected the right to concealed carry like yeah. they, so the, literally yeah it's we're at a point where where guns have more rights than like women yeah. it's know? disgusting. It's it's very um, it's very messed up, man. It, I see people I see people post posting about how like oh this is exactly how it should be because now it gives the power to the state, it gives the power to the state as opposed to the um, the court to whether a per woman has <laughs> control over her body. I'm like. Do you see how fucking stupid you sound? You want it to be up to the state what an individual should have, you know, like their individual rights to their own body. Cause like, I don't know, I just saw a couple of people who are very unintelligent reposting a video that was just praising that this is good. This is progressive because the courts should have never had a say and this should be 
for each individual state to um, address. And it's like... Well, see, uh, and here's the thing. There, there are some instances where like states' rights can be a good thing. Yeah. And, but like... Not when it comes but, to the universal right to a person's own autonomy. Exactly. Yeah. Because... See, if we're outlawing abortion, that means any any type at all. So even like if people have like bad pregnancies, yeah, like if it's, people can die during have giving birth, if a person was raped, if a person you know was a victim or you know consented to incest, where the kid can be messed up, the all of those things are off the table. And it's not going to stop abortions. It's going to lead to more dangerous forms of abortions for people who have no access to this. When it can help a person's change a person's life um, very dramatically to just be able to um, choose. You know, it should be a person's right to choose. It shouldn't be up to any form of government what a person does with their own body. Period. Point blank. This is not murdering babies. This has nothing to do with that. From my point of view as a spiritualist, as a person who works with spirits, it's better for the spirit to just let that spirit be released. If there is the spirit is in the, in the womb, if it passes, right, that's a restart let it restart into another body or whatever you know what i mean like it's not it's yeah. not um it's not right yeah especially to force a when person to have a child and forcing people to have children into these fucked up situations anyways that like our system suck the foster care is a fucking nightmare or like the adoption adoption like, it's, foster it's care fucking nightmarish yeah like there are people that have many stories of incredible traumas being in the foster care system. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like, this is... It. It's so messed up. There's not very good health care. <laughs> yeah. United States is notorious for their shitty health care. And having a baby is fucking expensive. Yeah. And with the, the way that wages are nowadays, uh, it's, it's hard to... It would be hard for any person that needed that choice you know that needed the choice to be able to have an abortion to be forced into raising a child for 18 years and it would be just as tough for that person to have to give their child up to adoption you know it's it's just wrong yeah and i've so seen, many levels i've seen people have this stance of like oh well you know people are just using abortion as a form of uh preventing pregnancy or something and i'm like, like that I, is not I'll, I'll tell you one fucking thing i don't think anyone who ever had an abortion ever wa even wanted to yeah it, it's such uh it's such a private and scary and unique situation for each individual when it comes to having to have an abortion so adding these obstacles to that is just wrong it's shitty because not a no one no one's like oh i i love having abortions you know that's never the state of mind of a person and it's never the first the first call of action when it comes to these situations yeah. so people really need to back the fuck up 
Yeah, and then you got you got fucking the religious people that are like supposed to be following the doctrine of Christ and acceptance and you know all the community, but they literally spend their days like camping out at abortion clinics to shame women. What is wrong with these people? They have no lives. Like they 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 really feel like this is a, a war. All yeah, because that's what are the, that's what that culture does. Yeah, yeah. it's we, literally weaponizing people against yeah. people. It wasn't just that church that we heard that. We remember we were in the car and mm-hmm. and uh, in Vegas in an Uber, and the guy was very um, <laughs> very conservative, and it was the same thing: the war yeah. on life. They the they used the life. love we're of Jesus and all of this compassionate stuff as like a, to get people in a door to radicalize them against like humanity and people because you know you're like yeah come to this church and we're singing uplifting songs about jesus and stuff okay sit down now i'm gonna like start fucking filling your head full of this shit what was creepy is they actually sing songs about shame too yeah that's awesome yeah it was so weird they sing about jesus and that love and the salvation and then they're like the next song is like you should be ashamed of yourself yeah it's really (laughs) it's really fucking weird like i was ashamed of myself that was an, a literal song that we were listening to in that car ride with that conservative person. I was like, this is creepy. Let me out of here. Yeah. It was uh, ooh, uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. You know, like, if we look at the roots of, like, all of these problems, like, you look at the history, and it literally everything start like, the problem that we have with these rampant corporations and, like, all this weird religious shit, all that stuff can be directly traced back to colonization. Like, the way that this country was colonized opened the door for rampant capitalism and, like, weird religious zealots and, like, all this shit, you know? And it's just, like... Yeah, they... All these things are connected, oof, man. Yeah. Like, it, it's, a, it's, it's, uh, it's an eye-opener. And for any person, man, woman, everyone in between, anyone who is upset about this, feel it you know feel into that be be upset be concerned that our government is overreaching when it comes to our freedom yeah they just uh they just like they shouldn't be up to the state it shouldn't be up to the government what a person chooses to do with their body period point blank and if anyone feels like it's a good thing they really need to um i don't know i think there's just something wrong with them honestly it's it's so strange that we've went through these phases of like people insisting like you know people on the right are typically more like anti-vax and they're like don't mandate me getting a vaccine don't mandate me wearing a mask but then like don't tell me what to do with my body you know they're literally my body my choice well i hope that there's a there's some sort of you know middle ground because i i don't know if we can blame every conservative for, or I don't think we can accuse every conservative for sharing this perspective because I know a lot of conservative people do care about freedom mm-hmm. and the to be able to have the freedom to do with their body what they will. You know, mm-hmm. this is not has nothing to do with um, anything but that mm-hmm. freedom. Yeah, we need to start coming together and agree upon like universal freedoms, like yeah. universal inherent human yeah. rights. If anything, this does open the eyes to a lot of people who realize that the Democrats, they aren't doing fucking shit for anybody. They aren't. You know, they had a lot of they said a lot of things, but there's nothing has been done. Yeah. 
Um, this is the same we all story. shouldn't be trusting the government, you know? We have to, like, really start he- holding the government accountable. And, yeah, and if, if now more than ever, like, please let people see that we have to transcend this fucking two-party bullshit yeah. system. They're not even actually—Democrats and Republicans, do, they, didn't, they weren't a part of America when it was founded. Yeah. These are, like, parties that came to power, yeah. and now they, they want to convince you that's the only two choices. Mm-hmm. But it's not. People are so much more complex than, like, yeah. red or blue, man. Yeah, not every Republican— is christian you know so what the fuck it's like they're making they're making these very polarizing um i don't know ideals with these two systems yeah but then really we need to think about where we can all connect in the middle somewhere and a big part of why they're generating this polarization is because it's much easier to fundraise when there's a perceived enemy. Yeah. The fucking Democrat, like, they don't do shit, but, like, like look, they're already fucking sending out the, yeah, it's we very can't let this happen. Yeah, very like, interesting. Send us $15 so that we, will yeah, you send us, like, 50, and it's like they're fundraising off this shit, and it's like, yeah, motherfuckers, they're they already had, in power, like, so how are you not, yeah. how are you not already stopping this? Yeah, didn't they have quite some time to codify Roe versus Wade to make it the actual law of the land, yeah. which they were all talking about, and they never, they never did. That could have happened a long time ago. Yeah, and so honestly, like it seems, it all seems very interesting to me. Um, that yeah, and like all of a sudden that's happening, and they're they're now asking for money for the votes and all this stuff. And and what I'm gonna say eesh. is like, look, this is a, absolutely an important issue that people need to stand up for to retain this right that we've had. Yeah. But the thing is, is like honestly, this feels like a big fucking distraction from something else because mm-hmm. it's like you, you, people got to realize that like there are entire think tanks of people who dedicate their lives to figuring out how to like manipulate people on a mass scale. Yeah. And this these are governments, like these are corporations. Yeah, what's the quickest way to galvanize hyper have everybody hyper focus on one issue so that they they can't focus on anything else and that they're going to spend all their time and energy trying to fight for this one right that we already had that's taken away. So, what else is going on now? You know, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot going on. Yeah, there's like the but failings with the COVID response. I think that the it was supposed. Ukraine. To, I think that it was. It's a lot of this was supposed to happen in order for us to again come together. Everyone somehow find that the common enemy <laughs> is uh, those in power right now. They're not. They're not thinking about the collective. They're not thinking about us. Um, coming together they don't want us to come together they want us to be fighting Mm -hmm. so they can do all kinds of terrible things yeah and that's and let's talk about the positive end now it's like i do see so many people the intersectionality beginning to galvanize because like now people since trans people have been a topic of discussion and stuff now there's a lot of like trans people who are they've never stopped fighting for their rights you know and there's all these and like you know minorities people of color there's all these people that have been fighting for rights but then women is the the, is the connecting factor or like uh, let's say birthing people you know Mm -hmm. because like uh the that is like such a broad group of people that I really think this is the issue that could galvanize a major movement you know we have these labor movements happening a lot of uh, places are unionizing right now. That's another thing that's happening. Um, 
because you know people have been taken advantage of like this isn't a new story the same thing happened in industrial revolution you know so hopefully my hope is that this issue does bring people together and then we but we have to figure out ways to um exert our power the people power over our systems of government because again like it's back like governments should fear the people Mm -hmm. the people shouldn't fear the government yeah this is the fire that we needed as a collective to because we are outraged this is was uncalled for this was this is terrible you know like this is a true violation of the a, a person's rights to their own body and we have every right to be angry and we can use that anger that fire to come together to make change i i hope that um changes do happen changes for the better yeah i you know because otherwise if, if i don't have that sort of hope that better change is going to happen i i, I mean i I could be in a very negative space right now. Yeah, like anybody can. Yeah, and that's why it's, it's important. Ha- it's hard to, uh, yeah, sorry, go on. Uh, that's why it's important that we uh, let each other know that we're, we're all here. We're, mm-hmm. we're paying attention. We're going through this together, and we're here for each other. Yep, and remember, magic is real, y'all. So if you take that anger, put an intention to it, and, um, you know, put that energy towards change and clarity for the collective maybe um you know putting that energy in that fire that that will bring about change and transformation to us as a whole as a society um remember that that anger that we have right now is extremely powerful and we have this collective anger but don't let that anger just completely destroy you Use that anger to your advantage because ang- anger is an energy. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I believe in us. I really do. And I believe in a future where we are connected with the, ourselves and each other and the planet. Um, all these issues are connected. And once we start realizing that, you know... Uh, a problem can't exist without a solution, yeah. and we are that solution. We just have to galvanize. Yeah. Come together fairly soon. Probably next week, I'm going to do a healing, you know, to coincide with my classes for magic and spiritual transformation. I'm going to do a live heart healing for the collective so that we can raise our hearts, raise our vibration, and. Um, you know allow ourselves to get through this together through our hearts that's how we can make change by connecting through our hearts yeah well uh, I feel like we covered a good bit of what's happening today mm-hmm. uh, these days and um, yeah, if you dig the show and you want to help support, uh, you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash rancig, R-A-N-C-I-G. It is also pay what you can, so uh, you can join for as little as a dollar and get access to all bonus episodes of Sputron, uh sexy photo shoots, artwork I can't share anywhere else, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, my personal healing vlogs, um, 
and uh, yeah, a lot of like deeply intimate stuff. Yeah. Um, and then if you want to book a reading with Rani or um, book a session with me, I do ancestral healing, healing of the energy centers. I do mediumship where I connect with spirit, all that good shit. You can find me at magicagogo.com. That's M-A-G-I-C-K-A-U-G-O-G-O.com. And um, you can also catch my pay what you can classes as well. On our YouTube. On uh, our YouTube or yeah. on my Magic Gogo page. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also new episodes of Sputron uh, now every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Three, three days a week. Three new episodes a week. Because uh, we got plenty from the archives plus all these new ones that we're doing. So uh, if you dig the podcast uh, and you wanted to share it with someone whom you think would be into it, I would really appreciate that. Yeah. I'm really trying to get back into making Sputron and really, um, you know, uh, build this into, um, you know, something substantial. You know? Also, if you know of anyone that would be interesting as a guest on the podcast, you can always um, message sig yeah just email me signeutron at protonmail.com uh all right and uh until next time stay strong y'all